Showing the youth how to love God with testimonies and the word of God every Tuesday at 7:30 and hold this in Radio Renovación, tu radio, tu bendición. Radio Renovación, pensando en ti, en llevarte la bendición a todo lugar del mundo, a través de la palabra de Dios y la música que trae un mensaje de salvación. Radio Renovación, tu radio, tu bendición. Hello everyone and happy Tuesday. How are you guys doing today? We just want to go ahead and welcome you to Let's Be Real here with Gabriela. Caesar. And Luis, we have another episode on a Tuesday afternoon. How are you feeling? Amen. Um, I'm feeling great. You know, I did some shopping today nice. uh, for a trip that I'm having with some friends. So it was nice. You know, I don't usually go out on Tuesday. So something different, something exciting. And uh, I something I want to point out, I'm excited to see like people are going outside. People, yeah. you know, even though we're being precautious and everything, of course, but We're seeing a little bit more movement in the city, and I think that's peaceful in a way. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm seeing things go a little bit back to normal and people not be so scared. I know it can be scary with this virus, and, um, you know, it can be sometimes, I think, frightening mm -hmm. um, to go out and to try and do things that we used to because I think we can never go back how we used to, but, you know, attempting to still enjoy life and still yeah. uh, you know because we gotta live we gotta continue yeah, life sure. if uh, we wake up today it's because god has a purpose so we gotta keep on going and enjoying ourselves so i had a very good tuesday how about you guys pretty good mm. go for it, bro. Go for it. <laughs> nah but uh well my tuesday was kind of like super chill like kind of easy i'm not gonna lie um so you know we have this truck in our backyard for like six years <laughs> That's a long time. <laughs> and we were like, a lot of people, like, I posted on OfferUp and, like, a lot of people want to buy stuff off of it. So, so when they came, so today, like, was the day that they were going to come for it, right? Because my mom, you know, like, she got tired of seeing it there. <laughs> so, like, you guys got to get out of there. And I was like, all right, for sure. So, my dad started making calls and he finally found someone who, like, we took it out for free. And uh, the, the thing was that, uh, Like the we, since we like took it apart so much, it didn't have the tires, Damn. so they pulled it out like out of the out of our back, out of out of our backyard without like tires and stuff. Yeah. Oh wow! And like it's crazy because I was I was just there and I was like, I don't know how they're gonna get it out. <laughs> and so like I just seen the guy hook it up and just start pulling it out. I was like, oh, like that's yeah, easier oh, than that I thought. Yeah, I thought I was like, okay, like it's gonna be pretty chill then. Yeah. It was pretty easy. So like he's going, he's going like hurdy, like he's always like almost there. Mm -hmm. And uh, the rotors get stuck on the uh, on the flat on the flatbed, mm -hmm. so like uh, the your brakes, mm -hmm. the little disc on your brakes, got got stuck in, so the truck wouldn't go up. And so the guy kept trying, kept trying, and then he ended up snapping one of his winches. And so I was like, "Dang, okay." Uh, he's like, "Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to take it out today." I was like, "All right, for sure." Well, I mean, I don't know if anything else. Like, oh, I have another winch. So he tries the second winch. And he he you know, he ties it up and then pop he snaps that one too. <laughs> oh wow! So, so now it's so now he has no winches, right? So I'm telling you this, Mexicans are so smart. <laughs> I was just like I was like, dang, he's really not gonna be able to take it today. Yeah. And he's like, ah oh, man, I don't know how I'm gonna do it. And so I see him like just look around, and he's like, hey, can I use your tree? And I was like, what the heck, my tree? He's like, yeah. He's like, just trust me on this one. I was like, all right, for sure. <laughs> So he's using the tree like to put it back on, and so he puts a two by four. He lowers the bed and he pushes the like pushes it forward, and the truck just literally just falls on the bed on the flat bed. And then I was like, "Nice, that's that's pretty, like, it, that's it pretty impressive." Yeah. And uh, yeah, well, that, that was like that was basically half of my day. <laughs> the highlight of your day. <laughs> that was yeah, basically. Sounds very interesting. I mean, you yeah, had I mean. a sounds like you had a busy day regardless. Not busy. <laughs> I literally just watched. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but you had something to watch, you know what I mean? Like, you oh, weren't yeah, just, yeah. like, sitting down. You're the inspector. There you go. But what about you, Luis? What uh, did you do today? Mine was actually pretty good, too, uh, especially since the weather's starting to change. Uh, I love, I feel like I love all types of weather, depending, you know, on the day. But uh, Sun's yes, out, guns yeah, out. For real. <laughs> nah, not even the guns, man. Gotta work out a little. But, uh, 
Yes, just seeing, you know, the flowers uh, boom and everything, the clouds and the clear skies. Uh, except it's getting kind of hotter, which is kind of like, you know, the downside. But, I, know. I mean, we all need a little tan in our lives, so Man. we need to get that. But, yeah, at work, uh, it's getting better to the sense, like, I'm getting used to the people I work with. Like, I'm even getting to know the nurses and stuff. So, like, we do each other favors and just make the day go faster. That's awesome. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty I like cool. it. Cool. That's I like good. That. I mean, it sounds like we all had a pretty interesting day, very different from each other, but you know, <laughs> it's awesome. Like you said, I love this weather. Um, you know, it is getting hotter, but it's still very much enjoyable. Yeah. I I love this time because I can go walking, I can go hiking um, mm -hmm. in the afternoon when it gets a little bit cooler and stuff. So just the mosquitoes are starting to come out too. So oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. But just gotta be careful mm. and carry some bug spray. Do Should be guys, good. Oh my bad. Um, so you know how in Florida they had like that Zika virus going around with the mosquitoes, right? Mm. Yeah. Do you think maybe people like the mosquitoes are carrying the COVID? Um. Mm. I don't know, to be honest. That's Cause, something cause to I had think a, about. Yeah, because yeah, I remember, like, I heard that happen in Florida. And then I also heard that um, the mosquitoes could, like, carry, like, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, what, is it, viruses or, like, I don't know. Well, like, I heard, like, uh, like STDs, like, like herpes or something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, they can definitely carry a lot of um, diseases and stuff. But I think it depends on the area. And then with um, now that we're seeing more people be vaccinated and stuff, mm -hmm. Um, I'm not too sure on like the ins and out of transmission and stuff of COVID, but I mean, Could happen. it definitely is uh, possible. Like, like, they take the blood from a person and then they try mm -hmm. to take more blood from somebody else and it just mixes stuff. So. Yeah. yeah. Definitely can happen, but you know, you just got to be careful. Um, and got bug spray. <laughs> lots of bug spray. I mean, we're not in Mexico, right? No, but yeah, I remember yeah, when I went, that, yeah. I remember when I went to Mexico, oh, I had a racket, oh, like, you know, that um what does it have it the has like electricity so you would hear pss, pss, like oh, you know <laughs> it's so cool like like have you guys ever used one well, i, know you I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you using obviously oh, i want to it, it's super cool so i mean uh well, order it off amazon they have them for like 15 bucks <laughs> yeah well what was it yeah. i think they had them at the dollar tree for like a dollar no way yeah. that's a bargain <laughs> yeah. so oh no i got it off wish yeah i got it off wish i should do that it was like it was like five bucks, and I was like, "Oh, for sure!" So I got it. It was you regular size though. Yeah, it was just, it's like, sometimes we be playing. You know? <laughs> 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 you gotta get like ten, stick them together. Yeah. Nah, but yeah, the, it was like pretty, pretty, like it looked like an actual racket. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, "All right, for sure, that's what's up?" So you know, I like I, I'm going and like, cause there was hella bugs in like on my house. Yeah. Not bugs, but like like flies. Yeah. Uh -huh. There's always there's yeah. always hella flies, especially, especially in the in summer. The summer. <laughs> <laughs> Great mind things alike, right? <laughs> But uh, I remember, like, just dude, that, like, the only thing that sucks is the smell. Mm. Oh, yeah. the smell it smells like, have you ever smelled burnt hair? Uh -huh. That's what it smells like. It you know, nasty. the one that I got in Mexico didn't smell like anything. Because no? mm -mm. I know, like, when I, like, every time I would zap a bug, it would, like, give me the, like, the um, stench. Yeah. But, I mean, nasty. I only used it on mosquitoes. Oh. So see, that I, could yeah, be it. You probably, know, you probably used, used it, it on. I used it on, like, like, any bug that I found. Like, I would see, <laughs> I would see a spider and just, bah. Was, <laughs> That's. Damn. Very interesting. <laughs> oh my goodness. But uh, I don't know if you guys had some news I wanted to share. I saw, um, I don't know if you guys saw the shoe thing, right? Yeah, it's been like a large, a, big thing right now. a large shoe, shoe debate right uh, now. A little Nas that he like, oh, apparently, okay, so Nike has nothing to do with it, right? Like, Nike has come out with the statement saying that they did not know that this was a project or anything like that. But basically, this artist, um, he bought 666 pairs of shoes and, like, uh, I believe a brand called Mischief or something like that uh, rebranded it. And they, like, added, like, a drop of blood in the soul. They added, um, like, a ver not a verse, like a scripture, right, yeah, on the was. side of the shoe. They added, um, like, what is it? I don't even know what it's called, like the star. It's like yeah, a, the pentagram, the pentagram type like of that. thing. They added it on the shoe, and basically it just represented. They they called it the Satan shoes. That's what they're that's what they're called. They sold out in less than a minute, you guys. But and the scripture was saying about how the angel fell from heaven into hell and all this yeah. stuff, and I was like, yo. It it was pretty intense, and yeah. a lot of people are like really mad yeah. about it, and. They they tried and turned it into a joke, and they were, like, coming out with these, like, Chick-fil-A shoes or whatever. Yeah. Um, but a lot of Christians stood up, and 
were mad because they're like, how are we letting this happen? Yeah. You know, like they're just making fun of God. And the truth is, like, Satan is not hiding anymore. Like, no. he's just, like, out in the open. When yeah. I saw it at first, I was like, okay, this this has to be a joke. Like, this can't be real, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, but it, it is. It's all over the news. Even my mom was watching it today on, like, I don't know what the news thing is. Despierta America. <laughs> yeah, Despierta America <laughs> was on there. Um, she was watching it, and she's like, Your that's crazy how it. they allowed that. Um, yeah, you is. know, it's so disrespectful, dishonoring to God. Oh. And... Um, a lot of people, like, I didn't even think or dare to watch the music video, but a lot of people are saying that there's just so much um, wrong in the music video that I guess he's in, like, um, hell, and then he, like, turns into Satan himself, and then he comes and, like... And he gives him a lap dance or something. Yeah, and it's he a, does, like, a bunch of stuff, which is, is mm. just so wrong, and honestly, may God have mercy, because, yeah. like, that's not something to joke around with, and it was just interesting for me to see. I was like, what have we come down to that, like... Yeah we allow it like yeah. we think it's okay and at first i didn't at first i was just like okay like it's a shoe or whatever but then i really thought about it and i'm like is this how comfortable we've gotten with just like satan doing whatever he wants and you know what's crazy i was reading up on it too and it um it happened that little nas used to actually be christian he grew up in a christian mm -hmm. church That's but because he had a really he, bad experience yeah no? they were hating on like gays and all this stuff and i guess he felt gay and like he just he just basically got hated for like what he was i guess relating to in a way and they just didn't deal with it the right way and so he he got out of church he grew up with this hate towards christians and um basically the the gospel and so he started acting against it and doing all these things and so now this is his message towards you know mm -hmm. i guess christians and believers that yeah. you know like gays uh, good thing and all this stuff well i remember uh it kind of relates to what you're saying about Lil Nas. um I remember Gabby was telling me that a lot of atheists mm -hmm. became atheists. Be, uh, well, a lot of yeah, a lot of atheists became atheists because they were Christian. Bad experiences. Yeah, at bad experiences. Yeah, bad, bad experience, yeah. Um, I remember uh, God's Not Dead, the first one. Uh -huh. Such a great movie. You guys should yeah. watch it. The guy was actually a Christian, and he said the reason why I don't believe in God because he could took everything that I love. Yeah. Uh -huh. And and like I was just like, well, that's crazy, but go for it. No, and it's it's honestly crazy to see that. I know that he posted it publicly, and yeah. a lot of people were, like, bashing him. Even parents were like, you know, this is not something um, PG. Like, you should be filtering this. But he came out with a statement saying, I believe, that um, it wasn't his, uh, like, responsibility to filter what their kids were watching or whatever. Um, but it got to the point, like, it, they've been back and forth. Um, I believe that the... They Nike sued him, but I don't think it was him directly. I think it, they sued the brand Mischief, yeah, the one that uh -huh. um, altered the shoe and everything. Yeah. Uh, but Nike said that they have nothing to do with it, and they're they're, re they're really mad. Uh, this, like I said, the shoe sold out in like less than a minute. They were a thousand eighteen dollars, which it just had a lot of representation of like Satan and. Uh, it's very disheartening to see and but I think it's an opportunity for us as Christians to truly wake up and to see what's happening around the world that um, Satan isn't even caring to hide anymore you know he's freely on our Instagram he's freely on our social media yeah. he's freely you know outside in the world and um, what are what as Christians are we gonna do about it like are we gonna just be in our um, comfort zone and like let things happen or are we gonna stand up for the gospel because truly um, we might feel like okay, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm just not gonna support his music and stuff. But we have to speak up. We have yeah. to let people know like that this isn't okay. Like making like it's a blasphemy towards God, yeah. you know. And that's something that God does not like. Is not okay with y'all. So yeah. we we truly gotta be careful with what we say, and even people who we support because I can assure you there's still like probably believers that like still like him follow his music and they're like okay like i'm just not gonna buy those shoes or i'm not gonna like you know follow that part of his music but you know truly whatever he's putting out is what is is what is in his heart yeah. is what he's feeling is what he's struggling with these thoughts that he has you know like you said he he did grow up being yeah. like christian and stuff like that but because of this bad experience and as Christians, we have to be careful what we do, what we say, how we treat others, because we're not only representing God, but we see that we're represent—we're um, not. I mean, we're not representing us; we're representing God. Yeah. So what people are seeing is like the gospel. What people are seeing is 
the impression, the first impression that many are going to get of who God is yeah. and God's character and stuff like that. So we really have to be careful what mm. we say, what, how we talk to people, how we interact with others, um, because we might be the only Bible that they may ever read or and that they may ever see, to yeah. put it that way. Um, yeah. But it's really sad to see. Uh, so, like, kind of adding on to, like, what you said about... Um, like, we might be the only Bible those people see, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember my, I know my mom says it a lot, and you tell me a lot, uh, that our, what we, how do I say this? Like, whatever we portray mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. could be the, the reason, could be the reason why someone doesn't come to, come to Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's going to fall onto, like, your hands. Like, God's going to yeah. ask you, like, how come this person didn't come to me if you had the opportunity? Or... How come they didn't come to me because, like, I mean, how to say this, like, salvation is individual, right? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. we have, God has given us the wonderful opportunity to share the gospel. And I think that truly we have to be cautious in how we act and what we say because, like I said, like, we're the representation of Christ. That's what a Christian is, okay? So when other people see us, you know, a lot of people that are atheists or that don't believe in God say, um, I don't want to be a Christian because they're a bunch of hypocrites. Or I don't mm-hmm. want to be Christian. Like they use these different arguments, you know, to try and um, start a like a debate on like why they don't believe in God. But um, that's why we have the opportunity to yeah. set the example and to truly be Christ-like. Because you can say you're Christian, but just because you have a title of a Christian doesn't mean you are. You have to ask yourself in question and examine yourself internally. Hey, am I living for Christ? Hey, am I, you know, honoring Him? Hey, is my life, like, really showing? Because the Bible says that we will be known by our fruits. Okay, mm-hmm. so you can you can say it by word of mouth. You can tell everyone, hey, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. But if you're not truly living like a Christian, if you're not living a life that honors God then are you really a Christian? Yeah. You know, because that's what it represents for us to not only say, but live out the word of God. Because everyone can talk about God, but are you living for him? Like, you know, it's not that easy. You know, we have to sacrifice our flesh. We have to sacrifice our desires, our thoughts. But uh, at the end of the day, it's worth it. At the end of the day, you know, there's nothing better than honoring God. Now I wanted to say something also, like, as we see that you know that, God uses us, as humans, to, you know, glorify his name. The enemy also uses people. Exactly. Um, and, and it's crazy to see how he uses people that were on God's path as well. Because um, we could even see in the Bible right away with Adam and Eve, you know. Uh, God created Adam and Eve, but the enemy, a fuerza, like, you know, he wanted to use God's creation against him. Yeah. Or to disobey him. And I feel like that's going to happen many of the times in our walk with God and uh, I want to share this verse. It's in the book, First uh, John, chapter three, verses thirteen to fifteen, and it says, "Do not be surprised, my brothers and sisters, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love each other. Anyone who does not remain, remain, who does not love, remains in death. Anyone who hates a brother or sister is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life residing in him. And with this, like, I want to say that." Many times, you know, we, we, I mean, as Christians, we have to um, spread the gospel. And that's the message that we want to bring today. Yeah. Because, you know, all this is happening. You know, the evil is being normalized. Sin is being normalized. And the enemy, you know, in these times, he's starting to put things out there as being normal to to be gay, normal to believe in saying, normal to kill your parents, normal to people are And people are getting confused, like, I see a lot on TikTok um, and other like social media platforms that there's people that are like, okay, I'm Christian, but can I do this? I'm Christian, but can I do this? And yeah. truly, um, you know, like you said, sometimes we try so hard to uh, for people to like us, but we shouldn't be surprised nah. because think about it. Like we're here to be the difference. And how can we be the difference if we're fitting in, if we're being okay with everything, you know, if we're, yeah. Um, you know, instead of like standing up for the gospel, we're saying, you know what? It's okay. Like there's nothing wrong with that, you know, yeah. but it's that like, that's not okay. We need to be standing up for what the word of God says is correct. Yeah. And I know that maybe it's hard right now because we might be friends that are homosexual or we might have friends that don't believe the same things that we do. But just because we love someone or we're friends, someone doesn't mean that we have to be okay with everything that they do. Yeah. 
on the contrary we have to correct and we have to um let people know you know this is what god says yeah because think about it like the bible speaks of this hell the bible speaks of these consequences if we live a life that is dishonoring to god and yeah. i don't think we wish that upon anybody because mm -hmm. honestly the description that the bible gives is is scary yeah it's terrible so we shouldn't we shouldn't want that we need to learn how to spread the gospel and yeah. truly you know i know at the beginning of the year we talked about being bold for christ and yeah. stuff um but ma now times are crazier and now you know what we're bringing up about the shoes and so many other things have been happening around the world and it's just crazy to see that we need to wake up as a church we need to stop being in our comfort zone we need to stop being comfortable um with and like we can't let the enemy do whatever he wants no. we need to stand up for god stand yeah. up for the gospel stand up for the truth because that's what's going to set people free Amen. you know so we have to stand up we have to really to always do it like god does you know he always does it with love and passion and with grace and grace you know, as well he doesn't judge people yeah because i know i mean as uh, we're, we're eventually going to face people you know who come with hate who come trying to debate and all this stuff and I've, I've come across many people you know that try to convince me that i'm wrong and all this stuff but you know you always got to be like god and you know always talk with love treat them with love regardless of what they do because as christians we have to be thick skin because many times we're a lot of stuff is going to happen to us and um it, unfortunately many people get discouraged and they leave you know god they leave the ministry the gospel and all this stuff because of what happens and um we just have to trust in god because the victory is going to be greater than if we were to give up you know the person Amen. that we're trying to reach out if we're persistent enough uh at god's time he's gonna come and he's gonna react you know and be like you know what what you're doing is right i, I love there's people that even you know acknowledge the difference between somebody that tries to spread the gospel with love and somebody that tries to do it just because it's yeah their their pride of winning a soul yeah. and i just feel like always taking the example of god is the way to live that's right because I know I see it that a lot of people love to, you know, maybe stand on the corner of a street or show up to a college campus and stuff like that. And they usually have like a microphone or something and they're like yelling at people. Yeah. And I think truly if we would just take a moment to sit down with people and explain to them, mm -hmm. you know, explain to them, hey, this is what God says. And, you know, God doesn't say it with anger. God doesn't say it with hate. God mm -hmm. says it with love. God yep. says it because he wants the best for you. God says it because he has a purpose that he wants you to fulfill. He wants you to be happy. He wants us to be joyful. And I think if we were to show that part of God to them, things would change because I know that as humans, most of us, that's what we desire. Think about it from the time we're young, we're like questioning what is my purpose what is this like we all have the desire for something yeah. you know but we don't know what it is mm -hmm. and see when we're presented with god when we're presented with the source of hope when we're presented with the source of joy of happiness you know people see a difference and people see that god truly changes us i know that um if you were here metanoia we watched i can only imagine and it's it's a very sweet movie i think because it's based on a true story and this young man you know he he's trying to find his purpose and stuff and i think his pride like he wants to do it in a certain way mm -hmm. right but there's a part in the movie where this producer tells him hey kid like you can sing you have talent but there's a moment when things shift in the atmosphere that it's not just you that like you truly see your gift and i think that when we focus on like when we leave when we let go of our pride yeah. okay when we let go of our pride we allow uh, us to be able to share the gospel because the moment that he just like sit back and like healed himself first of all and like came closer to god he was able to share the gospel with other people and to allow other people to be saved yeah and truly as believers, I think that when we let go of our pride, when we let go of like, oh, I'm better than you or mm -hmm. like, you know, no, like we need yeah. to let go of that. We need to come and remember where God brought us out of. Because yeah. think about it, when we come to Christ, we are not holy. Like, and even when we are with Christ in our walk, we're not holy. Like we still sin, right? But the moment that we allow God to take over and God to give us the words and when we truly step down and talk to people 
and we are real with people, I think that's what people want. People want us to be real and speak about not only the good times, but the hard times and to be able to share and not judge. Because as Christians, like, honestly, I feel like we've become so judgmental sometimes, even yeah. within church. Yeah. And it's really sad to see. We have to let go of that. We have to. God didn't judge. Mm-mm. Jesus didn't judge. Never. You know, Pastor was talking about the Samaritan uh, woman, the story of the Samaritan woman um, on Sunday and Jesus and how Jesus comes to her and Jesus asks her for water, mm-hmm. which is crazy to think because, you know, Jews and them were like, they weren't supposed to mix, right? Yeah. They weren't supposed to talk or anything. Um, but Jesus comes to her and asks her for a drink, knowing who she was. Yeah. But you see, Jesus didn't come judging her, even though he knew her background, even though he knew the rumors that they said about her, he asked her. Yeah. And I think that's so beautiful that, that he gives us the best example. You know, we're going to come across people that maybe are very like badly spoken. Mm-hmm. We're going to come across people that maybe have nothing to offer us. Mm-hmm. We're going to come across people that have a like a very, you know, different background than us. They we're going to have encounters with people that have never like met God, have never had or like even know anything about God. And we have to be able to offer them, offer them, you know, God. Yeah. Offer them the gospel, offer them hope. Um, and I think when we understand that, we're going to be able to reach more people. Yeah. We're going to be able to bless more people. We're going to be able to truly be the light just as God has called us to be. You know, not yeah. just these prideful people, you know, not willing to let go of it. And we have to come with a humble heart. Yeah. Because that's how God did it. You know, he gave us the best example and he, he loves us without borders. You know, there's that song that says, um, how great is, you know, his reckless love. And it's not because his love is reckless. You know, if you hear the like spontaneous that he does, uh, he says it's not because God's love is reckless, but it's just it's so crazy that he loves us so much that he doesn't care what we do. He doesn't care how we come that he still loves us then and i think as christians we need to come with kind of that mindset we have to love our brothers Mm -hmm. regardless of what they do regardless of what they say i like how you were talking about how as believers we need to be thick-skinned why because our walk with god is not easy you guys you know we're gonna have a lot of moments where people are gonna talk crap about us we're gonna have a lot of moments where um you know we're gonna be judged yeah, we're yeah. going to be judged um, by what we do, what we say. But that cannot let us, that shouldn't stop us from wanting to share the gospel. Yeah. A quick story. Um, I got one too. I'll say it after though. That's good. Uh, <laughs> so I know, um, like I just said, like we like a lot of people are going to judge us. Yeah. Like I know, um, so when we first started, when we first started like to become Christians, mm-hmm. um, our whole family like literally turned our back turn their back yeah. turn their backs to us because yeah. like the first the first thing that they they uh, the first thing that they said like oh like they told my mom like well your whole family like they raised you to be a catholic right uh-huh. like i'm not saying it's bad right you know um when i feel like as christians we portray the word of god more yeah you know we use the word of god we don't we we show our actions right yeah like i know at least for us we, i don't we, we would just go to like we would just go to Catholic to Catholic churches to like to fill a spot. Yeah. I mean, I think it's not even the thing is, it's not we're not here talking about like Christianity no, religion. No, 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 no. no, we're here talking about a relationship because yeah. that's what it is. And mm-hmm. when we understand that, we know that you know what? It's not about like the Catholic Church, it's not about the Christian church, it's not about whatever other religion. No, it's about God. Mm-hmm. And it, he is our foundation. He is what we believe. His word of God is what we believe and nothing less, nothing more. You know, because that's that's the manual of life. That's what he left us. That's where we're going to be able to know. Like if you have questions about uh, creation, if you have questions about um, relationships, if you have questions about a role as a woman, as a man, if you have questions about uh, purpose, if whatever you have questions about, there's an answer in the Bible or God can answer it if we pray. But see, when we understand that and we provide people with not just Sunday service, 
not just a Wednesday service, not just a youth camp. No, but when we provide people with the God, the creator of the universe, with the lover of our soul, like when we present people with who God is, mindsets change. Yeah. Because that's what the gospel is. Gospel isn't religion. And when uh, a lot of the times as Christians, that's what we do. We're like, oh, you know, the Christian church is the only right church. I mean, you know, there's, there's, that's up for debate. Because yeah. you can still go to a Christian church, but still live an ungodly life. I've seen it millions of times. But when you understand we're, that we're not in church to follow people, we're in church to follow God. Mm-hmm. See, God says that community is important. You know, there's a part in the Bible that says, um, don't stop attending. Like a lot of people have like, como costumbre. You yeah. know, that a lot of people have just, just because they want to. No. We have to come to God and surrender and understand that. You know, church isn't just a physical action that we do. Mm-hmm. You know, every day we have to live a life. We have to read our Bible. We have to pray. Yeah. That is what a true Christian life should look like. Yeah. Not just a Sunday service. Because think about it. If we were, for example, for those people that drive, if you were to put like a gas um, gas on your car, on your vehicle, and you were to drive around every single day, like super far, that gas would not last you for the whole week. And I'm talking about like going all around town every single day, right? Mm-hmm. Like that gas would not last you, right? Mm-hmm. In the same way, how do we expect our spiritual life to grow if we come on Sunday to fuel our spirit, but throughout the week we have struggles, throughout the week we have, you know, a bad days throughout the week we have like certain good moments bad moments like we have life you know we struggle through life how do we expect that to last us throughout the week yeah. and still come firm next week think yeah. about it you wouldn't do that with your car don't do it with your spiritual life don't let your spiritual life go to waste um but i think going back to spreading the gospel right yeah. um i had a story to share basically so i remember that, like like she was saying when we first converted i think i was in middle school um and at the other church uh i went to the first church i went to they were having a youth event or this like conference right and so they gave us flyers to give to our friends and families and stuff and to invite them and i remember that was one of i mean i was always a shy kid from middle school up until high school or whatever but um so i never really liked sharing the gospel i was i mean since i first started i was you know scared of you know people judging me and all this stuff but i remember at lunch in middle school i actually took them i took the little flyers and i started handing them out to my friends and you know some they would keep them like just because you know they're trying to be nice uh and I actually gave it to one of my f- best friends at the moment always oh, still best friends um <laughs> and so he was he was accepting it right he's like oh all right for sure right but then this other guy came along that, you know, he was a funny, the clown guy. Mm-hmm. And he just took it from him. He's like, bro, don't do this. Like, this is trash. And he ripped it in front of my face, bro. And I was like, bro. And that was like one of the first experiences that I've had as to like, you know, being scared to share the gospel and for that to happen. It kind of like broke me in a way like it's this is why. Yeah, this is why I never share the gospel and all that stuff. And so for the longest, like I was scared because of that incident. I was scared to share the gospel because of what people would say, because of the way they would act towards me and all that stuff. And little by little, you know, uh, that event, that conference happened. It was a blessing. But then, like, I started, you know, because of that, I started keeping the blessings to myself. And so I, I wouldn't share them with my friends anymore. I wouldn't, you know, share the gospel. But then in high school, like I shared it with my testimony, like people started coming to me for advice. You know, they're having suicidal thoughts. They're going through depression. Um, their parents would fight and all this stuff. And I feel like that was God, you know, speaking to me like, hey, start spreading the gospel again. Start sharing it. Start sharing uh, the love of God and all this stuff with people. And from there, you know, I know many of you listening right now probably are scared like me because of the things that would happen uh but you know god will always have your back regardless of what happens god will always be there and and many of you might get discouraged but don't get discouraged like we're here and we're here to encourage you guys you know to continue keep going forward because the blessing is great um i've seen many lives you know change because of you know obeying god uh, being persistent and continue feeding them word even though you know they're still catholic today but they have that knowledge and they know, like, you know, oh, Luis was there for me or, um, 
they they acknowledge the difference between you know the regular friends and the friends that believe in god mm -hmm. and so i just feel like that's something powerful to have especially you guys that are in high school or school or just even with coworkers as well like they'll appreciate uh you being there and giving them words of encouragement especially yeah. in these times that it's getting uh tough yeah so. and i mean the word of god whether you see i think the what would it be like the outcome then or you see it like after you know you still see the outcome just like lisa was talking about um maybe in the moment you're like i don't see them change or anything yeah. but like that seed was planted yeah and god works with that trust me like i remember me being like 10 11 years old and even though i was in church you know i wasn't super involved i didn't really understand the word of god and stuff but i to this day, I still remember what people used to tell me. I still remember what people used to say about God. I still remember the testimonies they shared. I still remember the prayers they did. I still remember mm -hmm. the preachings there was. And truly, um, like the same thing happens when we share the word of God. People might not recognize it in the moment. You know, maybe it might be our pride. Maybe it might be whatever, right? Yeah. But God works. And, and God I starts know. working in their heart when... Yeah um whether they open their heart to it or they're closed but in god's time everything works out and he will remind them the words that you said he will remind them how you prayed for them he will remind them how you have been there for them and that's a big thing too i think even simply by being there for people yeah. shares the gospel so well because it shows how god is there to hear us yeah and even though you know, as humans, we might not have the response in that moment because, yeah. you know, we don't have the answers to everything. But we know the one who has a purpose for everything. So we can share that with people and say, you know, just like the Bible says, even if you don't know, understand what I'm doing. Um, if you don't understand what I'm doing now, you will one day yeah. and you will in my time. And I think people are looking for hope. That's yeah. what people are looking for, because um, we all have hard times. We all have bad times. And um that's what people need. People need hope. People need um, others to be there for them, to help them, to hear them out. You know, especially it's so sad to see how many youth are struggling with suicidal thoughts. Yeah. It's so sad to see how many young people are taking their lives, how many young people are dealing with depression, anxiety, are dealing with confusion, even in their spiritual life, confusion in yeah. other areas, um, how the enemy is taking advantage um, of people. Uh, but that's why God has put us here to be able to be a blessing and a light in their life. That's great. Glad you got to that point. <laughs> so I, I remember uh, stumbling upon this verse. It's on it's on Acts thirteen forty seven it says, "For the Lord gave us this command when He said, I have made you a light to the Gentiles to bring salvation, salvation to the farthest corners of the earth." of the earth sorry i like you know it's like a reading right no, but fine. like it's kind of like uh what you were saying right god has sent us here you know to spread the gospel to be that light for the for this darkest you know yeah. like going back to like to the beginning like we were talking about like everything has been so like normalized yeah. that like we forget like we don't like at, at this point sometimes like, you're like you're a christian and you're like wait is this right or is this wrong because mm -hmm. yeah. you know like the bible talks about this but everything's so normalized they don't really we don't really see it yeah. as a sin anymore but yeah, that's all i have i don't know no we really gotta gotta stand up and be careful also and always pray that god would give us the words to be able to share with people you know it's not something easy to do and yeah. You know, maybe you're an outgoing person and it's easier on you, but maybe you're a shy person. And and even if you're outgoing, it can be hard because you might think, what are people going to say? Are yeah. people going to judge me? And are my friends still going to be my friends? You know, I mean. And there's different ways to share the gospel as well. Mm -hmm. um, I know, like I was sharing, like, you know, giving a pamphlet. It could be, you know, sharing Bible verses. It could be sharing a playlist, um, praying for people, yeah. visiting them, you know, many ways. Definitely. Like. There's many opportunities to share the gospel. Um, I know that for me, like, I I can be shy. I can be very <laughs> shy. I can be very outgoing. I think it just depends on who I'm with. Yeah. I'm a very, like, feel-your-vibe type of person. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, for me, I think one of the experiences that I had and I'll share is um, I never really used to, like, speak out. You know, I would 
honestly like just keep the blessings to myself like i would come to church every friday and sunday and like i would love it and serve but i never shared it yeah until one day my group of friends were like hey aren't you christian right and i was like <laughs> they always do that yeah they always <laughs> like poke at you like oh my goodness yes i am i'm like did you have a question or something yeah. and we started having a a very mature conversation about the That's gospel good. And, um, you know, most of them were Catholic, but they were so willing to hear me out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I was too. I didn't close myself off to what they were saying, you know. I tried hearing them out and sharing what the Bible had to say about certain things. And to this day, they're some of my closest friends, and I get to chat with them about the gospel, and they're still Catholic, you know. Mm-hmm. Some of them are atheist even, but they they opened the door for me to be able to share the gospel and, and the good thing that they respect it as well exactly mm-hmm. you know and it's sad though because i'm blessed enough to have friends like that but i know that not everyone might yeah. have it that way yeah. maybe like you said you share a playlist you share um you pray for them or you tell them something and they might laugh at you they mm-hmm. might make fun of you but like keep keep persisting mm-hmm. keep going on because it Trust me, there's so much joy when you see someone come to the feet of Jesus. Yeah. There's so much joy when you see someone worship. There's so much joy when you see someone, when you see the fruits of what mm-hmm. you, you know, you planted. And or seeing co- someone get baptized, too. Oh, yes. Oh, that feeling is crazy. It is. Shameful. Especially if, like, you're someone that has talked to them. You're yeah. someone that has shared and has been there in their journey. Yeah. It's something so beautiful to see. Yeah. So truly... There's many ways to share the gospel. Don't mm-hmm. be afraid to do it. It's so awesome when you see the fruit of that. Oh, and yeah. even if you don't see the fruit of that, keep on trusting God because for God sure. has a purpose for everything. And I love that you were talking about sharing the gospel in many ways because it's funny. I, I'm i the type of person that every time I'm with my friends, like I love to just like change the playlist and like play different music, right? And I sometimes I've played songs and they're like, hey, this is good. This is Christian. I'm like, yes, you already know. And then they'll like listen to that song. And in that moment, it might be like a superficial thing. Like, okay, they're just listening to the beat or something. But I know that I don't know if it happens to you guys when you guys are having like a rough moment or a rough time. And you actually sit with yourself and you listen to the lyrics and you pay yeah. attention to every word that that, that they say. And mm-hmm. that's why as simple as a song may be as saying you're praying for them, like that can be that can make or break someone in a moment, in a yeah. given moment. So it's awesome. An awesome way to share the gospel. You know, I know that it can be with your friends. It can be with your family, because I don't know if it's, it has ever happened to you guys. I know my family is not Christian and even like it's so hard sometimes to share the gospel with your family yeah when they should be the first people that we should share it with because yeah, right. i know i've had many experiences where i feel like when i came to christ a bunch of my family used to be like oh the little christian right like you you're, <laughs> so you're a christian now yeah. i'm like yes they're like okay sister gabby mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm like oh and think about it like as a 10 year old nine year old like it it, it hurts yeah. it's yeah. discouraging because you're like why are they making fun of me and if i'm like coming to god you know like that doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. but sadly it's because they don't fully understand what it represents what it means to come to the feet of jesus yeah but that's why we should share a song a prayer prayers are so powerful you guys like so so beyond powerful you know praying for people and truly trusting god because like we can pray without trusting and like nothing's going to change but when you hold fast and you and you trust what god says because the bible says that when you have faith the size of a mustard seed that can move mountains so can you imagine how many lives can be changed how many um hearts can be open um opened spiritually speaking how many eyes can be opened spiritually speaking because we can come to god and still be like um spiritually blinded yeah you know that's what we were talking about with the girls in our mini camp, we were sharing a little bit about spiritual blindness and stuff and how even us as believers, we have to be careful um, what we like, what we are okay with, I guess. And, you mm-hmm. know, talking about what we're seeing with the shoes and what we're seeing with songs. And, I mean, y'all, I'd be on TikTok and I'd be hearing little kids, like, dancing to songs. And I'm like, do you know what the song says? Like, you're not even old enough to understand what the song is talking about. And you're over here dancing to you're it. You're not like, even old enough to listen to the song. Like, yeah. And But see, that, like, we're becoming so okay with it. Yeah. It, like, I feel like as parents, as 
siblings, like, no, we need to be speaking up and standing up. Mm -hmm. We can't be comfortable anymore. Church, it's time to wake up. Yeah. We can't let Satan have his way. No, man. We have to, we have to let God have his way. For and sure. the only way that God is going to be able to, um, you know, like, reach more people is through you and I. You know, there's um, a spontaneous part of a song that uh, this worship leader was saying, like, there's a yes in our heart, um, and it carries through eternity, simple obedience, it changes history. And I love it because, truly, you don't know how many people can be saved by your yes, by your simple obedience to God. See, you don't need to understand completely, but you need, like, if you say yes, it's crazy how many people are going to be behind you. Yeah. Um, so truly, maybe you're scared tonight. Maybe you're listening to this podcast and you don't know how to share the gospel or you're afraid of what people are going to say. But don't be afraid. I tell you, don't be afraid if, if people start pointing fingers, you know, you be the difference Mm -hmm. and you keep sharing the love of God because one day they're going to need hope. One day they're going to need strength. One day they're going to need joy. And they're going to remember the words you said. They're going to remember you're a Christian. And they're going to reach out. Yeah. And they're going to say, you know what? Can you pray for me? You know what? Can you do this for me? Because it's so funny how when we're all having a, a hard time, we're like, God, help me. Or like when we're in an accident or something, like the first thing we think of is God. Why? Because our human in our humanness, we recognize our need for God. Yeah. Sometimes we're just too prideful to let him help. Yeah. But we know, we know there's a God out there and we recognize him. It just costs us a little bit more sometimes because, you know, we got to sacrifice our flesh and that's not something easy to do. We got to sacrifice our desires and honest to God, even as a believer, it's really hard to do because sometimes there's a certain song that you're like, I kind of like this beat or you're like, you know, I want to, I kind of want to dance to this song and something and, but that's why we have to be open and real with people to have conversations about what God says. Let's yeah. not be afraid of the hard conversations, by the way, because I think a way that we're going to be able to share the gospel is not being afraid to have the tough conversations, to not be afraid to talk about premarital sex, to not be afraid to talk about homosexuality, to not be afraid to talk about pornography, to not be afraid to talk about like Jesus' second coming, like to not be afraid to talk about that stuff because... People need to know. People need to wake up. People need to understand that this isn't a game, that the gospel is something more profound than we may think as humans. Um, So let's have the deep conversations. Let's have have, um, good friendships. And let's not be afraid to be friends with people that are not Christian. Because I, you know, something I will say, I've heard of many parents particularly saying that they don't want to allow their kids to be friends with non-christian people and honest to god like i think that that's not okay yeah in my in my point of view i'll say this you know in my perspective but i think the only way that we're going to be able to share the gospel is being with people that don't know about god yeah you know because how can we be a light if we're in light and we're among other people that are light. But see, that's why God has called us to be the salt and the light, because we can be the light where there's darkness. And that's why we need to speak and share the gospel with those people that are a little bit harder to work with, Mm -hmm. those people that have a little bit attitude, those people that don't want to listen, those people that are hard, those people that close themselves off, we reach out to them. Because that's what Jesus did, going back to the story of the Samaritan woman. I find it so beautiful how Jesus went to her yeah. Jesus could have gone at any time. Jesus could have. Jesus don't need nobody. Okay, like Jesus, he got all he need. He is, he is what he needs. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but Jesus goes to her yeah. and he tells her, Jesus. "Give me to drink." But he already knows everything about her and he loves her and he doesn't judge her. Yeah. And he presents her with true fulfillment. Yeah. See, because he is the living water. He is that well that never runs dry. And I think that's how we should be. We should be just like Jesus was and go to the, you know, Samaritan women. Go to the people that nobody wants to talk to. You know, I remember in middle school, I like it's one of my favorite stories to tell because 
I, like I said, I can be really shy. And I remember my PE teacher told me that there was a new girl in the classroom. It was sixth or seventh grade. And she, she knew I was a pretty good student and I was pretty nice. And she told me, she was like, hey, you know what? I, I want to trust you with something. And I was like, yeah, for sure. She was like, there's this young lady that just started at this school and I would love it if you were to reach out to her, you know? Yeah. And I said, yeah, of course, like, I'll go ahead and do that. And it cost me, like, a lot because I had to leave my friends and, like, go talk to her and be friends with her and stuff. But to this day, she's one of my closest friends. Yeah. Um, and we've gone through so much together. And I think that, you know, nobody wanted to reach out to her in that moment. Like, I remember we had a bunch of students and, like, nobody wanted to talk to her. But I did it because my teacher wanted it. And I'm like, thank you, God, because you opened up the door for a wonderful friendship. Yeah. And that's what God wants to do. He wants to open it up to be friends with people, to love on people, because that's what he did. Yeah. He gave us the best example. He came to be with the people um, that nobody wanted to, that nobody wants. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, if you're not popular, I'm not going to hang out with you. But mm -hmm. let's not be those people. Um I think let's be willing to share the gospel with everyone because everyone needs hope. Everyone needs Jesus. So share the gospel, friends. Yeah. Don't be scared. It's it's something awesome and so fulfilling to do. And, yeah. you know, we gave, I think, practical tips to be able to do it tonight. And if you have a story or if you have tips on sharing the gospel, don't feel free to reach. Um, don't feel scared to reach out. You know, we have our phone number, 925-384-0049. I'm going to say it again, 925-384-0049. We have our Instagram at Let's Be Real TSEC. We have our YouTube channel. We have Spotify. We have Apple Podcasts. I mean, yeah, there's everything. so many ways to connect. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? That's another way of sharing the gospel. Yeah. If you want to bless someone, you know, and you don't have the words to say, share this podcast yeah. or share your favorite podcast yeah share your favorite podcast because you don't know what god can do through that yeah. you know god truly opens up the door for us to be able to share his word in many ways and sharing a podcast sharing a song sharing a verse even sharing our testimony our yeah. stories like people Im uh -huh. get impacted by testimonies i know um my life has been greatly impacted by a lot of um friends and stuff testimonies that i've heard so it's it's a blessing you know don't be scared to share the gospel connect with us we love you guys you know we'll be having a giveaway soon something oh, fun yeah. for you guys to yes. um to, you know to enjoy yeah, you know we fun. are so grateful for your guys support for your guys's help i mean um our director of renovacion was sharing the other day how many of you guys connect and it's just so rewarding to see that you know maybe we're not physically hearing from you guys because you guys aren't calling in or whatever but I know God is working yeah. and I know that every podcast is a blessing and God knows who it needs to reach. So we pray for you guys. We love you guys. Um, we truly hope you guys stay blessed. And if you guys ever need to reach out, if you guys ever have any questions like about life or if you don't know how to share the gospel, reach out to us. Yeah. If you guys have our personal Instagrams or if you guys just want to reach out on at Let's Be Real TSCC, like, chat with us there and start an awesome conversation where we get to spread the gospel together because yep. when we come together as a community it's not so scary no. you know and that's what community is about sharing the gospel together because yeah. um it can be scary when we do it on our own but god gives us a wonderful church family god gives us wonderful people to work with to be able to share the gospel so yeah. Let's do that, friends. I don't know if you guys have anything to add, anything to... I just want to say that I'm still declaring that, you know, and this year is going to be the year where many of us, many, this generation is going to rise up, you know, glorifying God, and many youth are going to, you know, rise up with passion Amen. towards God because I know we're seeing all these things happen that the enemy is using the youth, but God is also going to use the youth, you know, to overcome all of those things and to bless those that need it because many, like you were sharing, they're confused about what to believe, like, uh, right now these times are getting tricky like what's right and what's wrong you know like the the media is portraying that all these things are good but then mm -hmm. uh, godly stuff is bad and so mm -hmm. I feel it in my heart you know God put it in my heart that this year we're gonna see this generation rise up and I'm excited for it I mean right now it might be tough because you know the enemy brings discouragement but if we stay united and we keep pursuing God in, in the word and prayer and fasting mm -hmm. we're gonna see amazing things happen this year I have a quick story to share. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I remember we had a, 
we who was that? A flu, it was like a flu shot drive. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure because we were still at the small building. Uh-huh. It was. I think it was a flu. It, we've had many events. We've mm-hmm. had a flu shot drive, or we had a also like a Christmas thing where we gave away yeah, a yeah. toy drive. It was one of those things. Yeah. I, I, can't, I can't remember really what it was, uh, but I remember we were uh, we went around our neighborhood, you know, to go, uh, you know, share the not just share the gospel, but like like tell them like, hey, like, we're gonna do this at church, like, you know, you guys should come. And I remember like the like the first time, well, it wasn't the first time, but like, I guess yeah, the first time I felt that rejection was getting the door slammed in your face. Yeah, it was just like the hardest. Like it was just like, cause imagine like a fifteen year old going to your, coming to your door like, hey, like I want to share this to your like I literally gave him the slip, he took it and slammed the door, and yeah. I was like, it curses you. Yeah, I was just like, damn. But the good thing is that like you know. I have an amazing, amazing pastor, and he was uh, he was there with us, and he's like, "Well, I'm gonna tell you something." That the word says, "Like, um, no, it doesn't matter how many times." Not, not was it? I don't know if he said if it was a word, but I remember he told me, it "Doesn't matter how many times, like, people are gonna knock you down, but the word just says to get up, sacudete el pueblo, and just yeah, keep, keep going." going. Yeah. Yeah. And we do. We gotta keep going. We can't let that stop us. We can't let what one person says like end it for us. Um, truly, you don't know who needs to hear. Um, a word of encouragement and if you like open your heart willingly to help others which is what we were made to do I mean we were made to help others and serve others uh, we get to see the difference we get to see people impacted Um, I think one of the best things and most rewarding things as a youth leader is seeing youth worship yeah um, youth surrender to God and maybe you're not in the same place maybe you're not um, like I don't know you're not in leadership or you're not you know, in that area to be able to see that. But, hey, in your own little way, you're making a huge difference in the eyes of God. You're helping be, uh, build up the kingdom of God, which is the most precious thing you can do in this life, mm-hmm. on this earth, because our treasures are not here. Our treasures are in heaven, and that's Amen. what we're waiting for one day. And that's our hope, and that's our desire. And, and that is why we do everything. We do everything because that's our goal. Amen. You know, and we want as many people to be able to reach that goal with us because we, we can't be selfish with that goal. We have to be selfless and we have to share it with other people and tell them, hey, you know, this is what I'm working towards, not just treasures here on this earth. I know God can definitely bless us. God can definitely like give us whatever it is that he wants and whatever pleases his heart. But our treasures are in heaven and that's what we're waiting for. Amen. You know, our reward is greater and it's so awesome because I love that God wants us to share his gospel, but it's to bless us. Yeah. It's to bless us and to bless others because he's so selfless and he's just, he's a gentleman yeah. and he wants the best for us and he wants us to live in peace. He wants us to live free from problems. He wants us to just live a life full of joy. Yeah. Um, and I pray that we all reach that. I pray that we all understand. I pray that we are able to be bold in our faith and to share it with others. Um, And that we not only speak it with our mouths, but that we live it out every single day of our lives. That we may be able to live and people may be able to not only hear, but see that we are Christians. Excuse me, but also see um, who truly we live for. Yeah. You know, that's the most important thing, um, who we represent. We, pre- we represent our Heavenly Father, and um, there's nothing more better than that. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. We love you guys. We appreciate all of you so, so much. And um, I just want to give a quick shout-out to Brother Edgar. So much help um, that he gives us here in the radio. And I want to give a shout-out also to all the other programs, you know, Maybe, I know if you're tuning in, obviously you understand English and stuff, but if you're a young person and if you have parents that are Hispanic, if you have, um, you know, just family of different age groups and stuff and you want to invite them to hear RadioRenovacion.com, I invite you to tune in on Fridays. We have um, a program with Sister Angela. It's in Spanish. You don't want to miss out on Saturdays. We have from 6 to 7 we have music if you are like understand hispanic music or stuff like that or even if you just want to like jam to some awesome worship music make sure you tune in um we have brother alex and brother norman and like it's just so fun it's so fun to be able to share the gospel and to listen and be filled with your spirit um 
Also, we have, if you want to learn some awesome recipes with Hermana Maida on Saturday mornings from 9 to 10, it's one of my favorite programs to listen to. Love that sister. Love what she's doing for God and just sharing the gospel because, see, that's what we were made to do. Yeah. In our own little way, but we're all sharing the gospel. Um, us, it's through this podcast. Maybe you, it's through an Instagram post. Maybe you, it's through a song. Maybe you, it's through a prayer. But we all share the gospel in our own little way. And we're all making a difference. So bless you guys. Keep on pressing on. You know, following God is not something easy, but it's something so, so worth it. And, you know, don't let yourself be discouraged by a comment. Don't let yourself be discouraged by what someone says. Put your eyes on God because God will never fail you. Amen. Amen. So with that being said,